When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Sportfire, the podcast that's talking sports talk, giving you exclusive interviews with the most trending characters in the sports universe. I'm your host, Adam Weinrib. Gosh. You know that feeling when you finally get your first episode under your belt and you, you feel like you can just breathe and, and, and take your podcast to the next level? I don't. I got nothing for you. Just nothing. Maybe next week. Reminder, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Mark Cuban's Cyberdust app, Annika Sorenstam's personal website, AnnikaGolfer.putt, and Andy Reid's Zune, wherever you do get your podcast, except not on LimeWire. Much like Dakota Johnson, I'm allergic to LimeWire. And now it's time for the weekend headlines. Cue that whoosh sound. I can't believe we're watching the GOAT in another Super Bowl. And I can't believe he gets to face Tom Brady. We start in Green Bay, where Matt LaFleur might as well be into BDSM after he spent the last two minutes of the NFC Championship begging for Tom Brady to destroy him. We were promised a blizzard, but by game time, all the snow was gone, like when Donald Trump Jr. campaigned in Wisconsin. Instead of going for it on fourth and goal with two minutes left, LaFleur kicked a field goal and handed Brady a Super Bowl berth at a discounted Rodgers rate from State Farm. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers still has as many Super Bowl appearances as Lady Gaga. The game officially ended on a questionable pass interference call on Kevin King. When asked about the play, King said, Remember the field goal? My coach is an idiot! After the game, an angry Rodgers said everyone's future was uncertain, even his. Then he was like, I mean, I'm coming back to Green Bay. I, I just meant no human being knows when he or she will die. Then everyone just sort of sat on the Zoom for a while and thought about things. And then Roger said, just kidding. <laughs> I know exactly when I will die. Tom Brady will now play the first ever home game Super Bowl. Finally, an advantage for that guy. Brady back in the big game. <laughs> I tell you, you simply couldn't write this story. Oh, sorry. I read that wrong. That's... That's wouldn't. You wouldn't write this story because it is extremely boring. On the other side, the Chiefs whooped the Bills to move on to their second straight Super Bowl. In response, Bills fans started donating to Patrick Mahomes' least favorite charity. This game went from, we're doing it for Bills Mafia, to we're doing it like Bills Mafia, real quick. Sloppy, unhinged, and ending up on the ground throwing a football at another man's face. All kidding aside, this game was the greatest 60-minute Baker Mayfield MVP argument you will ever watch. I honestly wasn't sure if I was watching the game or Josh Allen draft tape. Seriously though, why was this so boring? The only time I was psyched was when they ran the Sky Rizzy commercial. What does nothing is everything mean? How is that possible? Nothing is nothing. And all credit to Tony Romo, who predicted several months back who'd be in the Super Bowl. The 14-2 Chiefs and also Tom Brady. Tony Romo predict where my jaw is right now? 
on the freaking floor, my man. Hey, here's my impression of Tony Romo calling Brady Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Oh, Jim! Oh, Jim! Jim! Oh! 3-0, end of the first. That's a $17 million impression. Annually. The NFL announced they'll be hosting 22,000 fans at the Super Bowl, so this should be a great opportunity to see a healthcare worker boo a player for kneeling during the anthem. 7,500 healthcare heroes will be in attendance, while the rest of the available seats will be filled by the vaccine. Warm jars of vaccine. The rest of the stadium will be filled by the Bernie Sanders meme. Oh, how'd you get in thousands of seats, buddy? Come on. You remembered your mittens. In sad news, Hank Aaron became the 10th member of the Baseball Hall of Fame to die in the past year. To take advantage of the apparent curse, the Hall has now decided to quickly elect Kurt Schilling. The Brooklyn Nets have struggled to find consistency since the huge James Harden trade. Size has been a problem for Brooklyn. Outside of their big three, they don't have any players over 5'10". And Coach K scolded a student reporter after Duke's loss to Louisville and demanded to know his major, all for asking what the team's next steps are. Later, in another teaching moment, an elementary school newspaper reporter asked Coach K his favorite color, and he told him to lick an electrical socket. Big show today, Charlotte Hornets insider Alex Barton will join me to talk about Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball. We're going to preview the Super Bowl with viral Detroit Lions head coach and press conference legend Dan Campbell, plus a message from Clay Travis and my final flame. Most draft experts thought the Charlotte Hornets were taking a big risk selecting LaMelo Ball so high, and yet here we are, and this strange roster is near 500. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? And here to take us inside their locker room is Hornets insider Alex Barton. Alex, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Adam. Been an interesting couple of weeks in Buzz City. Yeah, now most people thought the big story this offseason was going to be the addition of Gordon Hayward, and yet now we're talking about a third ball brother, while Hayward's stat line has been... Well, just as impressive is, is there any tension there or, or is Hayward taking it in stride? Look, if I'm Gordon Hayward, I got to be happy with how the first month of the season has looked. We're just a few years removed from that gruesome injury with the Celtics. A lot of people thought Hayward might never be the same guy again, but lo and behold, here we are in 2021. Looks pretty good to me, Adam. Agreed. But you can't help wondering if he's the right star to take guys like Devontae Graham and, and even Melo Ball to the next level, right? Is Hayward really the chip you cash in on? Listen, if I'm Devontae Graham, which I'm not because I'm Gordon Hayward, but if I were Devontae, just hypothetically, I'm probably not feeling too hot since I generally don't have a great feeling about guys named Gordon. But that's just speculation, so aggregators don't go quoting me. Or all right, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily trying to get inside Devontae's head. I'm just sort of wondering if you can see his future being impacted. Look, Gordon Hayward can do a lot of things out on the basketball court, but reading someone else's mind and future, I think that's a little much for me. I'm sorry. Are you Gordon Hayward? This is Charlotte NBA insider Alex Barton's number, yes? This is Charlotte's own Alex Barton, yes. But if I'm Gordon Hayward, and Lord knows I am, then I don't like your tone, Adam. All right. Uh, got it. Okay, uh, let's pivot a little bit. Uh, obviously, this team lost Nick Batum, and he seemed utterly lost during the end of his Charlotte tenure, but he's now a key piece in L.A. What's it like watching him somehow thriving? For Gordon, can't be easy. Can't be easy at all. 
Well, no, not for Gordon specifically, just generally the the team. Kind of crazy to ask Gordon Hayward on your podcast and then shut him down for offering his unique perspective. No. Okay. Once again, am I speaking to Gordon Hayward? Adam, if I'm Gordon Hayward and right now who can say for sure, but it certainly feels like I am, but it also feels like I'm Hornets insider, Alex Martin. And if I were Gordon Hayward struggling with some kind of existential bifurcation of the spirit and mind, well, now that'd be pretty confusing. Man, I'm I'm really confused right now. Who who is this? This is Adam with Sportfire. I'm talking to myself. Who is this at the reins of my consciousness? Help me out here, Adam. Okay, I guess we're doing this. If I'm talking to Gordon Hayward, what would he want me to ask him? Ask me about my girls. That always cheers me, Gordon Hayward, up. Okay, Gordon. How are your beautiful little girls? Have they met Michael Jordan yet? Now, if I'm Michael Jordan, I'm probably a very busy man. And I don't have time in my day to just entertain two toddlers. So stop crying, girls. Just wave hello and get back in the car. Stop bothering Mr. Jordan. Okay, I got to check my math here. So you're Gordon Hayward right now, but I am your daughters having a tantrum because we can't meet Michael Jordan? That's enough, girls. Stop bothering Mr. Jordan. He pays daddy's checks. Uh, all right. Um, pivoting to PJ Washington for a second. I said get in the car. I don't... You want me to find you, get into your car, and be multiple female children? I, I can't do that, Gordon. Then I think this interview is over. Okay, well, that was extremely unpleasant at times, but I do want to thank you for stopping by. That's Gordon Hayward of the Charlotte... No, 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 no. Your interview with Gordon Hayward is over, but I'm still here. I can go all day. Uh, I mean, I do have more questions. I I would love to speak with Alex, if I can, um, about Terry Rozier. He hasn't quite lived up to his big contract either. Is he a trade piece? Okay, well, this is awkward. Adam, this is Terry. God damn it. They're trading me? Where? Who told you that? I'm not telling. I'm asking Hornets insider Alex Barton what he knows. Terry, Terry, this is your teammate Gordon Hayward. I'm trapped in the mind of Hornets insider Alex Barton, and I can't get out. But it sounds like you're getting traded. Where? I don't know. Oh, God. My kids just started school in Charlotte. Girls, get in the car. Okay, wait. They're talking to themselves now? Listen, Terry, I got to jump. The girls are screaming my ear off in the backseat about Michael Jordan. And I have a radio interview with Alex Barton in 10 minutes. But, hey, it has been great being teammates. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too, Gordo. Send my love to the girls and say hey to Alex for me. Hey, Alex, Terry Rozier is getting traded, but he says hi. Thanks, Gordon. Wow, Adam, I can now exclusively report that Terry Rozier has been traded just a huge blow to the Hornets' backcourt. Is that an actual report, or is that something three different segments of your inner conscience just said to one another in pleasant conversation? Hey, I don't make the news. I just report it. Well, no, it actually sounds like you did just make news from deep within layers upon layers of your own psyche. 
Scooch over, little Nora and Bernadette Hayward. This is your dad's boss, Michael Jordan. Got room for one more back there? Yay, Michael Jordan! Michael Jordan! I will turn this car around! That was Max Godnick, as well as Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, Charlotte Hornets NBA insider Alex Barton, Michael Jordan, and Gordon Hayward's two young daughters. Coming up in a bit, Dan Campbell of the Lions, but first, America's favorite rascal, Clay Travis. Hi, I'm Clay Travis from Outkick the Coverage, and I just paid extra to get the vaccine, but not because COVID is real, I'm just horny for shots. Welcome to my first live stream of the Biden presidency, and I hate to tell you guys this, but the MSESPN woke liberal mob is at half-mast again, so it's time for me for the hundredth time to remind you all that politics and sports should be separate. You know, I was saying this about a month ago in an exclusive interview with President Donald Trump for my sports website. I was like, Donald, can I call you that? He said, no. I said, don't you think sports and politics should be two separate worlds? Isn't this getting embarrassing? And right after I handed him a Nick Bosa jersey, he totally agreed. Because here's the thing, we need entertainment. We didn't ask for your opinions on anything. You work for me. I'm going to get heat for saying shut up and dribble, but shut up and dribble. And for the Outkick Plus subscribers, this is the section that comes with the bonus racial slurs. $10.99 a month, it's my only revenue source. I remember I was in Miami for the NBA Finals back in 2011 when I turned to Margaret Thatcher and asked, Margaret, is LeBron the GOAT? And after giving me a very thorough explanation, she was like, but you shouldn't take my word for it. And I was like, exactly, Maggie. Can I call you Maggie? She said, no. So I gave her her own basketball podcast, Parliament Dunkadelic with Maggie Thatch, most listens of all time, and I monetized the hell out of it because her views are correct. Look, and this goes both ways, all right? R remember, I used to work for Al Gore. I I'm not the bad guy here. Th that's where I learned sports and politics combined were bad news. Once, Gore asked me the Tennessee football score, and I said the wrong thing, and he whipped a canister of scalding hot coffee at me. And I was like, I'm sorry, Mr. Gore. And he said, I'm President Donald Trump. Are you brain damaged? And I was like, yes. Look, I've done it all, okay? I've watched Pat Robertson hit a 330-foot home run over the Green Monster. I've seen Rick Santorum throw an alley-oop to Mitch McConnell at Rupp Arena, sat in a dark garage for 19 hours while Senator Trent Lott very slowly listed off his top 1,000 NBA players of all time. But imagine Secretary of State Damian Lillard. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's just mentally handicapped stuff. I used to do a fantasy football league with the dictator Pol Pot, and he'd message me the absolute worst trade proposals. He'd always draft a kicker in the third round, and I just came away from that experience thinking, these two things, sports and politics, do not mesh. And that was the main problem with doing fantasy with the huge dictator named Pol Pot. So, no sports and politics. None. Never. Ever. Ever. After the break, I'm going to have Brian Urlacher on to talk about the hundreds of Trump ballots he saw on fire in Winnetka. I'm an extreme grifter. I believe in nothing. Back in five. Clay Travis, everybody. You can hear his show every weekday coming out of the window of an Uber you don't want to get into. And now our exclusive interview and Super Bowl preview with Lions head coach Dan Campbell. After an NFL season unlike any other, the Super Bowl matchup is finally set. Who's got the upper hand? 
Here to break the game down is the brand new NFL head coach whose press conference stole headlines all week, Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions. Dan, how are you? I'm great, Adam. I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. It is an honor. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to start immediately at a 10 and then go into an upside down question mark. But just so you know, they call me the dude. All right. Not a dude, not the coach, the dude. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. The dude, please call me cannibal. Wait, call me Danable. Okay. Okay. I I will do that uh, in the future. So, Coach uh, Danable, uh, elephant in the room. I can't help but notice Matthew Stafford and the Lions came to an agreement that he would be traded like five seconds after your intro press conference. Do you have any thoughts on that? All right, listen. Matt Stafford is a dog, a, a junkyard dog who who doesn't quit. You knock him down, he gets up. You break his shoulder, he says, give me the ball. Now that's a lion. He's a fierce, ferocious lion dog, like that Nickelodeon show, which is my favorite channel. That's the thing I told him when we met, and then he asked to be traded. White Fang. Now, a lot of NFL teams are are now hiring young offensive geniuses as their head coaches. The Lions hired you. What's, um, What's the thought process there? Listen... Teams take on the identity of their city, all right? So these geniuses, Kyle Shanahan to San Francisco. It's where they build cell phones, smart. McVeigh in LA, how do they make all those movie ideas? How do they get Thor in space? Geniuses. Detroit is known for what? Building cars. And for a whole semester in high school, I powered my Pontiac with my feet like Fred Flintstone. Seems like a pretty good fit to me. I, I have to agree with you there. I mean, at least from what we've seen so far, which which is very little. Uh, but you were on the 2008 Lions team. You, you were a player. That team ended up going 0-16. What did you learn from that experience that will help you now? Listen. You can't expect to win a football game just by stepping on the field. Same way you can't just walk into a restaurant and expect to get food. You got to earn it. You got to grab that waiter by his leg tendon and say, it's dude time. And if security tases you and you refuse to leave, you gnaw on the chair leg as you get up. We didn't have that attitude in 08, but this team will. Okay, I, I am going to get down to the meat and potatoes now. We all saw the press conference. Uh, we, we've heard the sound bites. Can you just give us a deeper dive on your strategy? What did you mean by all the stuff that you, you made it clear you believed in and, and you said sort of immediately? What, what did that stuff mean? Sure, sure, sure. So as my best friend and the guy who will be playing me in the Dan Campbell biopic, Army Hamber, once said in a DM to someone else that I happened to see, you hit us, we're going to hit you back. You bitch slap me, I'm coming after your mouth. I'm going to make your mouth my bitch. Give me your neck. Your neck looks so good. I didn't include this in the press conference initially, but I want guys eating kneecaps. I want our guys devouring eye sockets. I want our guys filleting spleens. 
fingernail on ear combat. It ain't always going to be roses, but it is always going to be hard to walk. I'm talking loose bones every time you water ski, hard to control bones. Basically, okay, yeah, I sound like Buffalo Bill and I play football like Army has sex. Is that what you want me to say? Uh, that's I just yeah, I wanted to make sure you weren't being you weren't being literal though, right? With all with all the body eating stuff. I'll just say this, Adam. Our analytics are going to be a little different. If you look at the spelling of analytics, the front part, a little joke for you. Yeah, just just so I'm perfectly clear, do you do you know any football plays? <laughs> uh, ever heard of HB Smash, FB Dive, FG Block, Ask Madden Circle? Yeah, okay, those are just Madden plays. Yeah, I got the one with Andrew WK. If you mash your opponent's lips into a paste, more often than not, you're getting the W. Okay, so you could not have made your whole thing clearer to me. So, so thank you. Uh, let's pivot to the big game, the Super Bowl. What was your first reaction about the matchup? This Super Bowl is amazing, all right? You've got two warriors. On one side, the Mayan god, Quetzalcoatl. On the other side, the great William Wallace, freedom fighter. And then when the whistle blows, it's mouth on mouth, blood eating blood. Okay, do you know who's playing in the Super Bowl? Uh, no, I do not. Okay, it's the Bucks against the Chiefs. Oh, wow. Really? Those guys are just a bunch of janks and toofs. What is, what is that? Are, are those racial slurs you made up for the other NFL teams? Janks and toofs? Yeah. Those are two of them. Okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. I don't want to hear the rest. Not relevant right now. Let's let's dive clungs, deeper on the game. Clungs. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to hear them even though I don't want to though, right? You're oh man. Those Vikings, they're a bunch of greeps. I haven't had a, they're in a big old binder. Okay. Yeah. And you, but you know them from memory. You're just, you're just reciting them from inside your brain right now. Right. I studied those before I studied the playbook. Yeah, not great. Although, you know, maybe great. I don't know. Um, so let's let's talk about the matchup. Uh, big game. People, a lot of people are really excited. Uh, of course, Tom Brady, Bucks quarterback, he's still here. Uh, this will be Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl in 20 seasons as a starter. Uh, you got to admire that guy, even though you're, you're, you know, he's sort of a pretty boy. You're a little bit more of a smash mouth guy. What, what do you admire most about him? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not pretty. Uh, uh, I'll admit that. Uh, the thing I admire most about Tom is uh, his diet. No question. Uh, to cut out what he has from that. Uh, no bones, no vessels, no knuckle sandwiches. It's impressive. It takes a lot of discipline. And what about the fact that he probably also sucks human blood? <laughs> uh, it's, it's hard to talk about without getting emotional. Oh, I don't want to work you up. I I understand. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll pivot. Um, I mean, ten Super Bowls in twenty years is is a is a mark that's going to stand alone for. I mean, have you ever done anything ten times in twenty years? Um, you know the the when I first married my wife, I um practiced doing the uh, the move from Dirty Dancing, and um we had it down pretty good. But then on the tenth time. I flung her up into our ceiling fan. Uh, and that was about 20 years ago. So we haven't, we haven't done it since, but that was, 
that was 10 times in 20 years the thing yeah that's equally impressive to me um so lucky lucky duck uh, you got a coach in your division who's got all these question marks that he didn't have yesterday. Uh, the Bucks are in the Super Bowl in part because Packers coach Matt LaFleur kicked a field goal late in that game and handed the ball right back to Tom Brady. Now, I hate to put you on the spot. I know you've sort of you got this, this book of mean nicknames for other teams in, in another language, and you've got your playbook on the other side, and you haven't really dove into number two yet. But, but what would you have done in that situation? Listen. That type of play calling is why we call them the Torbs. All right, here's what I know. By kicking that field goal, Coach LaFleur went up to every citizen in the state of Wisconsin and kicked him in the crotch. I can't tell you how many games we're going to win, but I can promise you that the Detroit Lions will never kick. We will never touch the ball with our foot. It's not what football's about. Amazing. I I literally and i do not say this lightly i cannot wait until your team plays football next year i truly it cannot get here soon enough uh, in the meantime i have to continue to pretend to care about the super bowl though uh the bucks defense you know brady's sort of the anti-you the bucks defense is really impressive and they seem like your kind of guys and by that i mean wildly unhinged yeah i gotta say i'm a big fan of that defensive line especially nadama Sue, stomp man I'm actually stealing their book club idea where they flip through piles of x-rays from bad traffic accidents for inspiration. Uh, I mean, if that's not camaraderie, I don't know what is. Your strategies may be unorthodox, but you certainly have a million of them. Uh, let's get, let's go to the other side of the ball though. The chiefs seem to be on the verge of becoming the next great dynasty. Say you're game planning to take down the chiefs offense. What do you do? All right. Now, you know, as a head coach, you got to look ahead to your opponents. And uh, we're going to be seeing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I totally agree with you. The Chiefs seem to be doing everything well. So they're well done. For our team, wins are tough to come by. So they're rare. I like my stakes raw. I've already revealed too much. All right. Can we cut this part out? Okay. I- I'm going to cut right to the chase. Cause you're, you're just dancing around it. You're, you're talking about eating people again, right? What, what, what part of Patrick Mahomes do you want to eat most? Oh, that beautifully marbled voice box. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm going to get out of this uh, before I get in too deep. Don't want to take up too much of your time. Also very scared of you and scared that you might be tracking my coordinates. Do you have a final score prediction for me? You know, Adam, it's going to be a rock fight. So uh, I'll probably miss most of the game. Rock fights with my neighbors, they take a couple of days. Yeah, okay, so you're not even going to watch the game. Are you going to last as a head coach through the entire season? I don't imagine I will. Yeah, me neither. Okay, Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions, everybody. Thanks so much, Dan. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. That was Sam Clemmer as Dan Campbell, the only NFL head coach who sounds like someone who wants to remain anonymous in a documentary. And now, my final flame. With the Buccaneers and Chiefs set to face off in the Super Bowl, there are so many storylines on the table, and at least three interesting ones. But me, I'm looking outside the arena at a couple of great warriors, one of whom isn't here this week. Yes, for me, this game is all about Brady versus Belichick. But that debate won't be settled anytime soon. At least, not until we're allowed to watch the two men physically fight each other on a national stage. And so, that's exactly what I'm calling for. Brady versus Belichick. 
Monoa Goto. No shirts, no weapons, lots of scratching. The week after the Super Bowl, the arena, the court of public opinion, which is what I call the parking lot of a Denny's. The referee? Well, we couldn't use an actual referee, they'd pick Brady. Give Robert Kraft a whistle, quickly teach him the ground rules, and let the two men loose. Spoiler, there are no ground rules. Face stuff is encouraged. The first man to tap out is the official loser of the Brady-Belichick battle. And after the last tooth has been spit up, we're not allowed to talk about it anymore. A champion has been chosen. Then, in an ideal world, Brady fights Joe Montana, then Joe Montana fights Terry Bradshaw, then Bradshaw versus Roger Staubach, Staubach versus Otto Graham, until every NFL quarterback with a reputation of any kind, living or dead, has been punched at least one to two times. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, the Super Bowl. Excited for the weekend. Excited to watch him Greco-Roman wrestle Bruno Mars. And that's the final flame. I want to thank Max Godnick and Sam Clemmer. See you next Thursday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.